Squared Circle History, and I am here to ask you to choose your four. It's Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Welcome to the only podcast that allows you, the viewers, to submit your lists, and then we decide who winds up on the Mount Rushmore of a specific topic. And today, we have the Mount Rushmore of Tag Teams. So joining me, as always, is my co-host, Brian. What's going on, guys? Ian, what's happening? Oh, you know... Unfortunately, we lost a good one this week. Rest in peace to Road Warrior Animal. 60 years young. 60 years, huh? 60 years old, yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. You know, you had it right the first time. 60 years young. 60 years young, yes. So today is going to also be a uh, tribute episode to Animal, because as you can guess with a list like the Mount Rushmore of Tag Teams, the Road Warriors are absolutely on this list, and we will be talking about them a lot. Uh, and while we're on that topic, I'll just get it out of the way. My shirt this week is a soft-style Road Warriors shirt, and it's the cover of the NWA Nintendo video game. WCW. Was it WCW? Yeah. yeah. 100% was WCW. All right, well, you They used to hit each other in the head with wrenches. And with wrenches, yeah. Remember? Yeah, they had... That was an interesting roster for that game. Eddie Gilbert and Rick Steiner. Yeah. Sting. Sting. Flair. Was uh, Ronnie Garvin in that game? No. Thankfully, no. Ronnie Garvin was not in that game. No, or Nor was Arn Anderson, I don't think. Oh. That's a travesty. That is was a travesty. I don't, I don't think, think so. Was... They were probably working on that game when he was a brain buster. Oh, probably. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, Brian, what shirt are you wearing today? Oh, I'm wearing the uh, Jason White. Jason White, <laughs> huh? Not the, uh, the, s- the Sling Blade t-shirt. It's got the skull with the knives in the background. Looks like Stranger Things. It's the, hard style. It's hard style. Come on. It's hard style. Did you? Where'd you get it from? I got it from Hot Topic. You got it from Hot Topic. Yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. All right. So I was in a bit. I was on a big uh, New Japan kick. Yeah. For a while, when Kenny was there and the Bucks were there, and you know all those cats. But now I can't even watch New Japan. No, like they. If you're not a um, like a. What can I say? A mainstay of like the Japanese talent, like you, you know, you you got to appreciate the guys that aren't going anywhere to really be a fan of that company. A lot of say these American guys that come there, they're nine times out of ten going to be temporary. No, but Jay, a guy like Jay White, though, I mean, he could be something somewhere, in my opinion. Yeah, he's he's evolved. He's, he's come a long way. Ring of Honor, um, you know, anywhere, any guys like, like that. Yeah, he could he could make an impact wherever he goes. He was their He's, champion, wasn't he? Who? Jay White was their U.S. champion, wasn't he? Who? New Japan, Jay White. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was the U.S. <laughs> champ. And I, I believe he was Intercontinental champion. Uh, and he was the IWGP champion for a little bit, too. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, they've, uh, they're putting a lot of stock behind Jay White. That's all they have. Okada. <laughs> yeah, they got Okada. They got Tanahashi, Tanahashi. Takahashi. Right now they got Naito. All the Hashis. <laughs> Evil. Yeah, he's the champion now, right? Uh, well, Naito won it back. Oh, Naito won it back. Yeah, so Naito. Shows you how much I know. <laughs> Shows how much you know about Naito. 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 <laughs> Alright, well, as always, reading the lists for us is the lovely, the talented Sarah. Hey, guys. Time out. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. How come you don't introduce me as lovely and talented? Well, I think I'm lovely and talented. All right, well, I will make a note, and uh, I will... Not that it's not true about Sarah, Yeah. but yeah. here's the thing. When, you know, 
say, uh, join me as always is Brian. Yeah. What about the lovely and talented Brian? Well, I guess so. Thank you. I, I'm going to come up with something a little more, uh, a little more suitable for you, All right. let's say. Sounds good. All right. Carry on, Sarah. I'm sorry. Totally okay. I think you are quite lovely and quite talented. Thank you. See, someone does. <laughs> you guys can go form your own show, and you can be lovely and talented together. Whatever. <laughs> Ian, you're lovely and talented as well. Jeez, thanks. I need some praise over here, too, if we're going to be throwing it out to each other. Maybe talented. <laughs> all right, so, with all that said, let's begin construction on the Mount Rushmore of Tag Teams. First up is Pat R. from Fall River with the Road Warriors, Harlem Heat, Demolition, and the Dudley Boys. So, the first tag team mentioned is the Road Warriors. Brian, were you a Road Warriors fan growing up? Of course I was. Alright, awesome. Except when they had Rocco. Rocco? How could you not be a fan of Rocco? Who was a fan of Rocco? Well, I guess I can't say I was a fan of Rocco. Pat, we were... Oh, Pat's here. Oh, yeah, Pat Pat R. is here. Were you a fan of Rocco? No. You weren't. See, even someone who has the Road Warriors LOD on their list was not yes. a fan of Rocco, because Rocco was stupid. It was certainly a low point for the Road Warriors, the team that was initially unstoppable, destroying everything in their path, to then being managed by a mannequin. Just didn't make sense. Paul Ellering and the and mannequin. Well, and the mannequin, yes. <laughs> yes. Paul, Paul Ellering is not a mannequin. No, Paul Ellering's mannequin. <laughs> Paul Ellering's Mannequin, there you go. Speaking of which, Mannequin was a great movie. Mannequin. <laughs> it's another podcast. Hey. <laughs> so we have Harlem Heat mentioned on here. Uh, we, we briefly talked about Harlem Heat last week. Um, probably the best homegrown WCW tag team, possibly. Probably not. No, you don't think so? No. Harlem Heat, the best homegrown WCW tag team. What about the Steiner Brothers? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're above Harlem Heat, to be honest. That's just me, though. Yeah. The only thing that Harlem Heat had going for them is they had more title reigns, but, I mean, come on. What what difference does it make? It's just one one lovely man's opinion. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, thank you. And then we have uh, the Axe and the Smasher and sometimes Crush. Demolition, WWE's response to the Road Warriors. And then, as luck would have it, the Road Warriors became the Legion of Doom. And got into a little feud with Demolition. Yeah, but you said it, little feud. Yeah. Do you know what that feud should have been, like, much, much bigger? Like it should huge. have been, but unfortunately, it Did was... Did they even have a program on a pay-per-view? Uh, the only one that they had was they were on opposite teams for Survivor Series. Yeah, big deal, though. But, yeah. Well, the problem was Axe. Axe had a, a, a horrible reaction to seafood, which stopped his heart for a little bit, and they had to revive him. And then it happened again to him a couple of days later. You think he'd stay away from seafood. And uh, this was a sign for Vince McMahon to tell him to kind of slow down and phase him out and introduce Crush. So we really didn't have the classic demolition feuding with the with the Legion of Doom. We got Smash and Crush feuding with the Legion of Doom. But even that was not on pay-per-view, was it? No. No. And what they did, like, they they would have, say, the Ultimate Warrior and... The Road Warriors against all three members of Demolition, they would do matches like that. Right. Um, and then, like, on Saturday night's main event, they even did a six-man tag on there as well. 
But no, no, they, and that's that's something that they should have been building up to for that uh, that WrestleMania. Well, absolutely, just like they missed the boat with Hogan and Flair. Yeah, they do that a lot. I notice like, they do. They just they, they missed the boat on big feuds that would have made them huge money, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, they they have uh, they have the opportunity presenting itself right in front of them, and they just stumble over it. And then last on Pat R's list. The Dudley Boys. Now that is the best homegrown tag team out of ECW. We can at least agree on that. Was it? Come on, who else was bad? I like than the, the I'm, I'm an Eliminators fan. I like you the think the Eliminators were... No, alright, no, I'll give it to you. I mean, the Dudley Boys obviously was the best tag team coming out of ECW just because of what they accomplished outside of ECW. Yeah, they went on... But, I think given the chance, Saturn and Cronus would have done great in the WWE. Or, I don't know, I'm not going to say WCW so much because WCW didn't know what to do with people. But I think they would have been okay in WWE, to be honest with you. Yeah, definitely. They're but it's like, a what it should have could have type of deal. You let yeah. know. So, yeah, Dudley Boys, obviously. All right, and we're going to see the Dudley Boys. That's a, that's another team that will be on here a lot because, I mean, ECW Tag Team Champions, WWF Tag Team Champions, WCW Tag Team Champions during the Invasion, IWGP Tag Team Champions, TNA Tag Team Champions. Yeah. They had it all. What else you got? Okay, Sarah, what do you have next? Next we have Shep from Shepland, the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, and Degeneration X. Okay, so another vote for the Dudley Boys. Uh, and then the two teams that they feuded with for the tag team resurgence in the 2000s, uh, the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. They had some excellent, innovative TLC matches, ladder matches, tables matches. How could you beat those, those TLC matches? They were the best for the time. I mean, it was definitely a spectacle, and it brought uh, brought the company into... And I into... think that all three of those teams are on that list just because of those matches themselves, to be honest. Well, I mean, who was that? I'm sorry, whose list was that? Uh, that was Shep from Shepland. Okay, Shep's, Shep's younger. Yes, so he I, is. I can see the reason. I can see the reason why, you know, there's no 80s tag teams in there. 80s, early 90s. Um, it's, That's going to be a heavy topic on my list is 80s, early 90s, and you'll find out. Sure. In a little while, but yeah, I mean, I could see his point in putting those guys in there. I have no, uh, no gripes with that. Now, of that trio, did you did you have a favorite of those three teams? The Dudley Boys, just the Dudley because Boys, I yeah. love ECW. See, I was partial to Edge and Christian, the, despite the ECW love, because I thought Edge and Christian were great on the mic. I love the fact that they were insulting everybody. Yeah, well, did they? Yeah, they were great. They were they were a good comedic act. They could be serious when they had to be, um, and. The matches spoke for themselves. And what about what do you think of DX as a tag team? I assume they're talking about Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Well, I was going to ask that: is it just Shawn Michaels, Triple H, or is it the New Age Outlaws? Well, Are we categorizing them. And in... for everybody that sent to me Degeneration X, I counted that as Shawn Michaels and Triple H. For everybody that sent me a vote for the New Age Outlaws, I put it for the New Age Outlaws. Okay, so. I mean, I, if there I, is a technical snafu in there, I apologize, but uh, you need to be as specific as possible when you're sending me these uh, these Mount Rushmores. But I do think that it, it is intended to be um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels under DX. Yeah, well, for me, the way Jot was over Shawn and, and uh, Triple H. Um, but if they're talking about Shawn and Triple H, it, yeah, I mean, two good singles wrestlers put together in a uh, stable, I guess. Sure, and uh, I don't know. They just they don't do it for me together. To be honest with you, no. were they ever champions? Uh, they were later on, like when DX had passed its prime. 
Oh, like when the cage matches with, with, with Vince and, and the Spirit Squad. Big Show and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, and then they had the feud with Jericho and Big Show. Gotcha. For the TLC match. Okay, Sarah, who do we have next? The next submission comes to us from Bobby on the Beat. Road Warriors, The Heart Foundation, Demolition, and Edge and Christian. So we are seeing some repeats here, but for the first time, we see a mention for Brett the Hitman Hart and Jim the Anvil Nightheart, The Heart Foundation. That must make you happy, Brian, eh? Hey, Bobby! <laughs> I'll tell you something, the Hot Foundation will not be there at the end. You don't think so, no? No. no. You know, can I tell you something? Yeah, go ahead. Go on Go on YouTube. Check out any match the Hot Foundation lost or didn't go over. And you tell me who took the pinfall. But come on, you can't deny how great the matches were. The Hart Foundation and the Bulldogs, the Hart Foundation and Tell Coalition. me who took the pinfall. It wasn't It wasn't Brett, I'll it tell you that much. Anvil. It was the Anvil. But hey, Anvil, he, he must have been all right with it. He agreed to it. The big rhino. The big, the big rhino. <laughs> and then another another vote for demolition there. Wow. All right. They I'm just probably... happy Bobby didn't didn't nail the Mount Rushmore again. Uh, let me take another look. No, he didn't. At this, we just talked about it. The Hot Foundation is not going to be there at the end, so therefore he he's, did not nail he's it. He's pretty close. He's, he's not close. He's pretty close. Did he's you ever off. see the debut of the Road Warriors when like they they came from a they came from another planet and they. They crashed into a field. No, i never seen that. Came out in, like, blue jeans or Ribera jackets. No, well, you showed me the uh, the debut of uh, Animal earlier today. Oh, yeah. With short shorts and Daisy Dukes on. boots. And, yeah. Yep. Cleaned house in those Daisy Dukes. Yeah. But no, this one I'm talking about, the, the Road Warriors debut. And then uh, they're in a junkyard, and Paul Ellering finds them, and throws a raw chicken at them, and Hawk is just gnawing on the raw chicken. Crying out loud, I just told you, I didn't see it. Well, no, well, that's why I'm telling you about it. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to go on YouTube and check it out because it, it is certainly. Uh... Well, show me the, show me it after the, uh, after the recording here. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna show you right now. What is this, the Joe Rogan show? Show wow. me. No. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. You don't listen to Joe Rogan. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. You might be the only one in the world. No, I don't think so. No. See, Sarah doesn't listen to Joe Rogan. She's <laughs> raised her hand. Thank you. All right, Sarah. Who do we have next? Next up is Mike the Wolverine, the Dudley Boys, the New Age Outlaws, the Lucha Brothers, and Los Guerreros. Okay, so we have a vote for a newer tag team here, the Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix and Penta L0M, January, February. What do you think of the Lucha Brothers? I think that is the only list the Lucha Brothers will make on this podcast. Yeah. Because they are awful. Not a fan of the Lucha Brothers. I'm not, man. No. Talk about choreographed match. I know, like, they choreographed, obviously. Yeah. But talk about a choreographed match. They'll sit there waiting for spots. They're just like the Young Bucks. <laughs> They'll sit there and wait for you to come off that top rope for, like, eight seconds until you finally nail it. And it'll get together and make it so obvious that they got to catch the guy. It's, it's terrible. Oh, you didn't know? No. What about I the out- call somebody. What about the Outlaws? <laughs> were you a fan of the New Age Outlaws? Oh, yeah, of course I was. Yeah. New Age Outlaws are cool, man. They were Attitude Era. And a pretty good entrance, too. I mean, yeah. the audience participation. Different. No. Road Dog could talk his ass off. Mr. Ass could shake his ass off. You know? <laughs> no, they were good together, though. And how about uh, Los Guerreros? Were you a fan of Los Guerreros? The Eddie and Chavo? Eddie and Chavo. No. No? No. Oh, really? Not for... With the low rider coming out? The, all right, no. They were a good tag team, but yeah. what did they really do? Well... 
the, I mean, Eddie by himself, yeah, Shavo by himself was okay, and, and better than okay. I mean, what am I saying? I'm not. <laughs> it's not that I could do what he did. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, Shavo was good to I be on a Mount Chavo's Rushmore work. of tag teams. Well, hey, they're on somebody's list, and then of course we see the Dudley Boys again. You have a favorite Dudley Boys moment? Dudley Boys moment. <sighs> Jesus, why you always put me on the spot? That's the whole point of the show. <laughs> I love natural reactions. The Dudley Boys moment, WrestleMania TLC match. That's a good one. Obviously, it's got to be that. See, I was thinking about that. A time at Heat Wave. Oh, yeah. When, when, uh, they, when they nearly caused the riot over the yeah, microphone. the girl and her mother. Yes. Yes. Didn't her mother teach her something? Uh, I believe so. <laughs> I thought so. Something. Something like that. Um, what do you think of... First of all, are you a fan of tag team wrestling? Um, Again, I'm indifferent to it. It's yeah, not like uh, you know. Oh my god, the tag team match is on. I gotta watch it. You know. Yeah, it's it, kind of like the women's match to me. Women's match comes on. It's time for a smoke break. Oh boy, uh, what? Well, a, no, I, I, what a controversial statement. It's not controversial. It's just how I feel. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Sasha Banks comes out against Bailey for the upteenth time. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh my god, yeah, here's Sasha Banks and Bailey again. Okay. Because you know, you know, when I come back five minutes later, they're still gonna be on. So do you? you you wouldn't put tag team wrestling, say, on the same pedestal, or say the, the tag team championships on the same pedestal as the world championship? No. No? Oh, no. And do you think that could ever be possible? No. No? Do you ever see a tag team match main event in WrestleMania? The first one, but that was it. Yeah, but that was something special. That was a spectacle. That, yeah, right. Just like Lawrence Taylor main evented against Bam Bam. Right. It's a spectacle. Something like that, yeah, but... I mean, who who is going to main event tag team match? It sure seems like the... Tom Malone and Jay Leno? Oh, hey! Yeah, there's, there's a great tag team. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just, I just keep on making my point over and over again. Sure. It's, That's a, it's a wonderful thing. All right, Sarah, who do we have next? Cashman from Plymouth votes for Road Warriors, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, and the Steiner Brothers. So there is a great tag team feud right there. The Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express lasted all throughout the 80s through different territories, made its way to the mainstream on the NWA. Uh, just many, many people say that the, the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express, that is the epitome of tag team wrestling. Do you agree, Brian? Uh, yeah, if you were, you know, a big fan of Down South wrestling, then yes. yeah, I could see that. Well, another thing, too, with the Rock and Roll Express that Ricky Morton has mastered is the art of the hot tag. and You know, the, the guy that's in the ring taking an absolute pounding, and it just looks like there's no hope for him to make it to his corner and make the tag, and then all of a sudden he does, and... If done correctly, the building erupts. And yeah, and I heard Ricky Morton could sell his ass off. I um, really didn't watch much of the Rock and Roll Express. I know they're still around. That's amazing. They are still teaming. I mean, really? Aren't they like NWA champions or something? Or were something like ago? that? I'll tell you. I saw them. I saw them wrestle at a uh, at a New Japan show in Worcester, Massachusetts, not too long ago. Well, last year. And they were awesome. They what? Were, they were awesome. Now? Now, yes. How old are they, like 70? Uh, close to that. Two? If not, yeah, no, they're still flying around. and Yeah, it, it's it's unreal. They're like uh, they're like the Keith Richards and Ozzy Osbourne of, uh, of wrestling. They're just, just never going to die. 
Yeah, but I mean, even Keith Richards and Ozzy Osbourne aren't aren't what they were. <laughs> no, they they're certainly I mean, not doing flying head scissors and uh, they were doing flying head scissors. Yeah, and diving through the ropes, suicide who, dives. <laughs> who did they work that night? Oh boy, who did they work? I believe I want to say they worked the Gorillas of Destiny. Perhaps right, so the Gorillas of Destiny worked their asses off. <laughs> they earned their paychecks. <laughs> Something like that, but yeah, no, it was it was great to see them. And uh, the first mention for the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott Steiner, uh, out of Michigan State. Here I am, sounding like Jr. over here. Were you uh, were you a big fan of the Steiner brothers? First of all, they came out of Michigan, not Michigan State. Oh, two separate colleges, Ian. And I was a fan of the Steiner brothers. They were they almost made my list, yep. but did not. No, no. I mean, you talked about the Dudley Boys being, uh, yeah. you know. All their accolades everywhere. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Steiner brothers. I mean, yes. Japan, America, yeah. England, Everywhere Australia, India, Scotland. <laughs> I, you know, I believe they've they've got they've got a reign as the Antarctica, Antarctica, yeah. Greenland, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, the Steiner brothers were were great and an innovative team as well. Uh, innovative finishing move. I mean, and then you had Scott Steiner with the Frankensteiner. Did he uh, invent that? I think he did. Hurricane Rana? So. Yeah, I I think Scott Steiner invented it, but, I mean, I'm... Pff, hey, nobody's told me otherwise since, so... Oh, they will. I'm sure they will. <laughs> Sarah, who do we have next? Next we have On the Mark shirts, Road Warriors, Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, and the Fabulous Freebirds. On the Mark shirts, they just released a limited edition Psychosis shirt, so definitely go over to Instagram, check out On the Mark shirts, and uh, buy your Psychosis shirt pretty cool. But, we have another vote for the Road Warriors with Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express again, and now, we have a vote for the Fabulous Freebirds. So that that's probably the only three-person team that made it onto this list. Surprisingly, the New Day didn't even get a mention. But, uh, at all? Really? At all. Wow. At all. Not a single mention. You know, so I like that, uh, I like that Freebirds vote. Yes. Um, I like it a lot. I mean, I know I said I wasn't a fan of you know down south wrestling, but man, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Freebirds. They were incredible. They were so awesome, and they could talk, and they could work, and they could just do everything. But I feel guilty almost putting them on my list and not putting the Von Erichs on my list because mm-hmm. those two, man, those two teams made each other. Not teams. I mean, Von Erichs a family. Yes. Um, but they they were like my God together. Georgia Championship Wrestling. The Georgia? World class. World class. Yeah. You know, yeah, man, that, those feuds were, were huge. Yeah. Yeah, that... Jeez, uh, one of my questions was, what do you think is the greatest tag team feud in history? It might be that. It might be that. Yeah, I mean, that, because that is a tag team match that headlined... It went everywhere, right? Everywhere. Sold out stadiums. I mean... And while we're on the topic of world class, uh, a team that didn't get a mention on here was the team of Chris Adams and Gino Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, it's if that had been on a grander scale, and Chris Adams hadn't met his demise, uh, they might be much higher on this list. Do you know that Gino Hernandez and Tully Blanchard were even a team at one time? They were really. Wow. That, uh, that must have been here's amazing. The, thing. the Freebirds and the Von Erics did it, and it wasn't on a grand stage. Mm-hmm. Like the WWF, WWE was. Right. You know what I mean? But you still knew about that feud, and it was like sure. something, 
something you still have to watch, you know? Yeah. And even now, like, it's held its value because I can watch those matches and be entertained even now. Did you ever hear the story about uh, Andre the Giant kicking the Fabulous Freebirds out of the locker room? Uh, maybe. They, oh. got, they got signed to the WWF in 1984, and they, they had, like, a big push going behind them, but they were too wild and too raucous. I did hear something about that. Go ahead. Keep telling me. Oh! <laughs> oh! Look at my football girls! Not here! This was Jimmy Jam hurt. <laughs> Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam must have been like, alright, we're out of here. <laughs> doop, 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 right out of the door. Alright, Sarah, who do we have next? JC from EP votes for Demolition, Road Warriors, The Heart Foundation, and The Dudleys. It's a pretty respectable list right there. I'm glad to see another vote for The Heart Foundation, aren't you, Brian? Of course you are, because you want to get me going, but I'm not going to let you. No, you're not going to? No, man, you're not going to get under my skin. No. And I'm going to tell you why, because the what? Anvil was on that team. I respect the Anvil. Ah, so what was it about the Anvil that stood out to you? He's a big rhino bastard. Yeah? And do you think that that's, what do you think makes a good tag team? The Heart Foundation had, you know, the the power with matched up with the speed and technical prowess of Bret Hart. Uh, do you think that's what makes a good team? That uh, well, yeah. I mean, Bret Hart was the technical guy. Anvil was the muscle. You know, it would have been a lot better if Bret Hart came out with a shower cap on, but you know, he was too damn selfish to wear one. I'm sure. I thought you were gonna say it would have been better if Bret wasn't in the team. Well, not at all. That would make it better. <laughs> you get Bruce in there, it'd make it better. Bruce. Bruce and Anvil, huh? Wow. Bruce Hart and Anvil. Bruce Hart and Brian Pillman used to be a tag team. Were they really? Yeah, the bad company up in Stampede. Hmm. All right. It's a good thing Brian Brian Pillman broke away, huh? It's a good thing you hear with your stats, because I would have never known that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what sucks? And you you mentioned it earlier that it's hard to make a a list like this and leave off your personal favorites because. We just mentioned Brian Pillman, and how can we not mention the Hollywood Blondes, team of Steve Austin and Brian Pillman? Yeah, and you, you know what's sad? Like, it didn't even come to my mind. Yeah, well, and, and that's okay, because it's a team that only lasted a year in WCW, but they certainly made the most of that year and got the most out of it. Right. Uh, it should have lasted longer, and that could have been, I feel, the tag team to bring the tag team title to the main event. Yeah. I, that That's my opinion, at least. Definitely, and... Especially knowing what those guys became. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And it's a shame that when you think of um, what could have been, it's always Brian Pillman that shows up. Brian Pillman shows up. What could have been as a single star? What could have been as a uh, a tag team star? Uh, it's too bad. Too bad. Brian Pillman is taken from us way too soon. Sarah, who do we have next? The next submission is from Danny and Dartmouth. The Dudleys, the Young Bucks, Edge and Christian, and the Briscoe Brothers. Ah, okay, so we have we have some interesting names here. First of all, we have the Young Bucks here. Uh, the Young Bucks really have been making a name for themselves for over ten years now all around the world, and now they're finally allowed to apply their craft on a national stage in AEW. Brian, are you a Young Bucks fan? No, uh, well, all right. Yes, I am, because I respect what they do. They are they're great in the ring, but like I said before... It's too choreographed for my taste. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you can't deny their athleticism and their, you know, their moveset is... It's, I don't know, it's, it's unmatched, right? Like, they do that thing where the guy's on the outside of the apron, he comes in, and the yeah. other guy's... What's he doing? He's, like, pile-driving him or something? Yeah, the Meltzer driver. The Meltzer driver, there you go. Yeah. It's, you know, like, they have these crazy moves, but 
man, like it's just it's too choreographed for me. I I can't I can't get into it. Well, that's that is fine. Now, but do you see the young bucks as say like another another version of the Hardy Boys? Maybe. I guess. I guess, but I mean the Hardy Boy the Hardy Boys were much more fluent in their work. You okay. know, like it was just smooth. You know. Yeah. With the Bucks, like, you know, they're botching things left and right, and they're waiting on spots. So you would put the Young Bucks in the same category as Sabu? Yeah, you? there you go. Okay, okay. But, you know, a lot less botches, but, I mean, you still catch them here and there. Yeah. And, hey, who's, no one's perfect, but. Right. Now, how about, we have a vote, and I was very happy to see this, a vote for the Briscoe Brothers. And now, this is not Jack and Jerry Briscoe, this is Jay and Mark Briscoe from Ring of Honor. Uh, the guys have... I mean, they're brothers, but they, they've been teaming up in Ring of Honor and other East Coast independents now for, geez, close to 20 years. Uh, and th- they had an incredible feud with the names that you know now as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in Ring of Honor. That That is a feud to check out. This must be a personal favorites list, not a uh, wrestling Rushmore list, because the Briscoe brothers do not belong on a best tag teams ever anywhere in the world Rushmore. Come on! You're not a fan of the Briscoes? Ian, it's not that I'm not a fan of the Briscoes. I like the Briscoes. I mean, we've seen them live and I'll tell they you. put on great matches. But are they, did they make like... They, they, they made a Mount Rushmore of wrestling tag teams? No! Come on! I'll tell Honestly. you this. I've more than once been sitting in the crowd for a Briscoe mat- Brothers match and have feared for my life. I mean, one time, one of them got thrown into the crowd and kicked my dad right in the head and kicked him right out of his seat. Probably uh, kicked some sense into him. <laughs> I, uh, and then uh, there was another time where they, they were fighting Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens and El Generico at the time, brawling through the crowd and, like, literally just plowed right through my section knocked people over, stole chairs, and it was it was a wild, wild scene. With that said, are they on a Mount Rushmore of greatest wrestling tag teams? They're on somebody's. They're on somebody's, but I'm asking you. Uh, me? Well, are they even on your top ten? I may put them in my top ten. Ever? I, mean, I might. I might. <laughs> I, yeah, I really but... have to sit down and think about my top ten, but I mean. I I do like the Briscoes. I do like the Briscoes. I I think that is a team that really should have uh, gotten signed. I you have teams like the British Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. You have teams like the Outsiders. Yes, the Steiners, mm-hmm. the Nasty Boys. I mean, I enjoy the Briscoe Brothers matches more than I enjoy the Nasty Boys matches. I'll say that. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Again, maybe it's Brian, nostalgia for me. I don't know. It could maybe be. it's just yeah, it probably is. Some people like cucumbers better. I'll sit there and pickles. watch a nasty boys natural disasters match, no problem. What do you think of like more modern day tag team matches? Like say when the revival and DIY had their feud going on in NXT? Yeah, I mean, NXT tag team matches were awesome. But then you bring them up to the main roster and they, they shit all over them. Uh, well, whose fault is that? It's probably Vince's fault. I don't know for certain. I'm not in the boardroom meetings, but I mean... I've, I've got to say that all, we're seeing all of these great tag teams, and I think that had to do with the fact that 
when NXT was in its infancy, Dusty Rhodes was around, and we all know Dusty Rhodes was a big fan of tag team wrestling, booked it for years in Jim Crockett promotions, and uh, he definitely passed his knowledge down to Triple H, and he's uh, he's running with that ball. Just uh, well, take a look at what they did with the Ascension. Yes, they were supposed to be huge, right? weren't they like just yeah. running rough shop, rough shop through uh, NXT? Know, unstoppable. Yeah, they were like they, the Goldberg of the tag team division. Right. They got called up, and then what? They just lost all their luster. Oof. They became jokes overnight. Kind of like Retribution. Yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. is going on? About that. Like, <laughs> might as well just stay down there. I, if I yeah. were those guys, I wouldn't even want to get called up. If I heard I was getting called up, I'd just be like, ugh. Yeah, you'd be really upset about it. Right. Yeah. No, I could. I agree with you, and I think Tommaso Ciampa has come out and said that he does not want to go to the main roster. He'll oh, retire man. if he has to go to the main roster. Not when they're paying your bills, bud. I guess. <laughs> All right, Sarah, who's next? Steve from Rhode Island has on his list Road Warriors, the British Bulldogs, Rock and Roll Express, and the Wild Samoans. So we have the British Bulldogs mentioned the first time that they are mentioned on here. Legendary team, Dynamite Kid, Davy Boy Smith. Not well-liked in the locker room, but in the ring, phew, weren't many better. And that feud with the Hart Foundation, who can forget that? Just yeah. Great match after great match. I can see it. And, uh, you know, I, they're not on my Mount Rushmore, but I mean, good pick. Definitely a good pick. And then one of the originators of the mainstream WWF, WWWF tag team division, the Wild Samoans, a, a dynasty that... We're, we're still seeing to this day with Roman Reigns, with the Usos, uh, the Samoans were, were definitely dominant in wrestling history, and Alpha and Sika began it all. I honestly didn't see much of them. I think uh, my first glimpse at Samoans was the Hetchrinkers, okay. the Islanders, the Samoan SWAT team there. Yes. Uh, was it? Yeah. And, you know, that was my first introduction to the Samoans, so I couldn't I can't really speak on the wild Samoans, but, I mean... If we're going that route, why don't you put the Moondogs on there, too? But the Moondogs, you know... I, go I back just, even further, the Fabulous Kangaroos. There you go. Like, I just don't know much about those tag teams to say that they're going to be on mine, so I can't, you know... I can't dog them, I can't build them up, so they're indifferent to me. Fair enough, fair enough. And then uh, we see more mentions for the Road Warriors and the Rock and Roll Express. There they are again. I was just watching a match yesterday, actually, Rock and Roll Express, when they defeated... Ivan Koloff and Crusher Khrushchev to win the NWA titles. Yeah. The crowd went banana. They did. They, the women loved them. Men loved them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Different times, right? Different times. They loved those guys. Yeah. But, I mean, the girls went crazy for Ricky Morton, and right. you look at them, and you're like, why? Yeah, really? Right. <laughs> Even now, now, when you're with that show, the girls are going crazy for him now. Um, they love them. Yeah, they were banging the rockers on the on the ground. <laughs> they were banging the rockers on the ground. Oh no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know something? The rockers don't even get a mention on here. Nobody mentioned the rockers. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, they never had that. Hold on, I am kind of surprised. I mean, yeah, you'd think at least you know somebody would mention the rockers. They, you know, I I believe it in the sense that they they don't deserve to be on the Mount Rushmore, but then. I don't know. I I always I figure someone would at least put them on there, at least one person. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because of Shawn Michaels. Exactly, and you know, the wild and crazy Marty Jannetty. No. All right, Sarah. Who do we have next? 
The Mount Rushmore from Grudge Match brand has Road Warriors, The Young Bucks, The Brain Busters, and Edge and Christian. Grudge Match brand, another great, great clothing line that you need to check out. Check them out on Instagram. They have a great design. Uh, Jushin Liger's mask, mashed up with the classic Motorhead cover. So definitely check that out. But they mentioned a team that we haven't heard yet, the Brain Busters. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard. I wore their shirt last week. I know you're a big fan, Brian. Yep, definitely a big Brain Busters fan. Um, they had everything, man. The technically sound in there. Um, just class acts, right? Yeah, and with Bobby Heenan as a manager, that's kind of the, the complete package right it's, there. It's like pile drive a finisher. You know, I like, yeah, I'm a big, well, you guys know, I'm a big uh, on Anderson guy. So, and Tully Blanchard. I should name my kid Tully. Can you Tully, come here. Little Tully. Let's go Tully, you know, playing Little League. Let's go Tully. Hey, Tully. <laughs> Kids, the parents are like, is Tully short for something? Is, is, no, uh, it's is that like Tully. a nickname? <laughs> Man, it's just Tully. That, no, Brain Bust is a great, great tag team. Yeah. And like you said, managed by Bobby Heenan. Yeah, you, you couldn't get a... They, uh, had a, they won the titles, right? They were of course. tag team champions yeah. once, right? Yes, beat Demolition. And it's more than what The Rockers did. Yeah. yeah but they did feud with The Rockers. Not that, that side night main event thing. Right. They did feud with The Rockers. Yeah, they had some great matches, Brain Busters and Rockers. One in Madison Square Garden specifically yeah, that wound up on some DVD set. That was uh, that was very good. But uh, Sarah, who do we have next? TTD Wrestling submits Road Warriors, Heart Foundation, The Hardy Boys, and Edge and Christian. So TTD Wrestling, great graphic designer who I've seen selling great prints of their work as of late. Uh, they have half of their list is Canadian tag teams: the Heart Foundation and Edge and Christian. And then they have Road Warriors and the Hardy Boys. Some heavy hitters here. Are they from Canada? TTD Wrestling? I don't believe so. They just know good wrestling when they see it, Brian. Uh, they obviously don't know good wrestling with the Heart Foundation's <laughs> on there. I uh, a long time ago, I was listening to this shoot interview with Brian Kendrick and Paul London. And they were talking about an experience that they had visiting uh, WWE headquarters. And it was actually Shane McMahon that was giving them the tour. And as they're walking around the building, Brian Kendrick, he's noticing all of these pictures that line the walls. And he says to Shane, Shane, how come there's no pictures of tag teams on the walls? And Shane says, well, I haven't cared about a tag. The last time I cared about a tag team was when the Road Warriors were around. So you can imagine that kind of... uh, Deflated Brian Kendrick and Paul London spirits, considering they were being brought in as a tag team. Right. So yeah, it's kind of shitty to say to someone, huh? Yeah, yeah as, as when, you know, when you're bringing bro- when you're being brought in as uh, as that. And I also heard that Brian Kendrick asked Jim Ross one time, "What do I need to do around here to get a push?" And Jim Ross said to him, "Grow five inches and gain fifty pounds." Well, it's better than what Pat Patterson told me even to do. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, but that was a, a little more degrading, I would say. But uh, it's a good thing that there has been a uh, change in perception as far as tag team wrestling goes, goes and there's definitely a resurgence in popularity. It seems like things in McMahon land are, uh, are changing as far as tag teams go, but we're going to have to wait and see. Still not going to make a main event at WrestleMania, though. Well, hey, well, maybe if they start hanging on to that tag group, That'll it will. That'll never happen. <laughs> when Ronda Rousey 
and Becky Lynch were the main event at WrestleMania, I went to bed. You <laughs> I did. <laughs> and why was that, Brian? I was, cause it didn't interest me. No? No, it did not. So, a tag team match, like a really, really good story, oh really good God. build up to a tag team match, it just wouldn't get you, huh? What if it was a tag team women's match? A tag team women's match? Now we're on to oh, something here, Christ. Brian. No. Come on, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey teaming up. They could face Bailey and Sasha. No. Oh, man. I don't want it. Fantasy booking. This is great. Ugh. <laughs> okay. What do you have next, Sarah? Next, we have package pile driver shirts with the Dudleys, Road Warriors, Hardy Boys, and the Eliminators. Package pile driver I saw selling some Magumi Kudo shirts recently. Let's definitely check that out. But hey, they. Magumi Kudo. Who's this? From FMW, the. the it's Portuguese? Magumi Kudo. No, no, Japanese. Japanese. Oh, Kudo. I thought it was his last Kudo. name. Uh, Kudo is the last name. Oh, so he's Portuguese. No, it's a she. She's Portuguese. No, she's Japanese. Kudo is not a Japanese name. It's Portuguese. It's a last name, Kudo. Kudo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not C-O-U-T-O. It's K-U-D-O. Oh, well, that's Japanese. <laughs> but yes, check out Package Pile Driver shirts for your Magumi Kudo, K-U-D-O, Japanese, not Portuguese, shirt. Wow. He mentions the Eliminators. There you go. See, exactly. Um, the Eliminators, my favorite ECW tag team. I love the Eliminators, man. That total elimination. Awesome. We used awesome to do that. Move. Me and my buddy used to do that to people in high school off tables. Wow. Yeah, they didn't know what was coming. Now that is extreme. It's, yeah. Did you have anybody in the background screaming, Oh my God! No. That would be even better. Huh? It was in shop class. They might have been in the, uh, I think they were in uh, the welding booth. Doing some... Wow, so all this noise is going on, and you're just yeah, we're just total, total elimination totally of everybody. eliminating people, just sneaking up on them, onto cast iron pipes, and we didn't care. There you go, Could add wild, like a wild and crazy kids, boiler room brawl of sorts, baby. No, it was a shop. Okay, the shop class. Shop brawl. All right, uh, shop class chaos. There you yeah, go. There you go. All right, awesome. There you go. AEW. That's all for you. No. <laughs> what do we have next, Sarah? The Great Haru votes for just three. The Funks, Rock and Roll Express, and the British Bulldogs. Haru again, giving us only three, but that's okay. We gotta vote. We gotta vote, Dory. Hey, hey, Dory. Somebody voted for us on the Mount Rushmore of tag teams. The Funks, Terry and Dory Funk Jr. You've done a lot better Terry Funk impression. Really? That was a little weak. It was a little weak. Oh no. Just being honest. Well, I appreciate constructive criticism. I appreciate you the honesty. You can strive to get better every week. Okay. Okay. Well, you know. And the Funks don't it. belong on the Mount Rushmore. How can the Funks not belong on the Mount Rushmore? Are they on your Mount Rushmore? No. Exactly. But I'm sure if I grew up in the '70s and was a big fan of Japan, or even watching Texas, or you know, the the Funks. Come on, that's the only brother tag team duo to. Each win the NWA World Championship. Yeah, the Orient Express. I'm sure Masahiro Never. Chono tagged with somebody. Well, yeah, Masahiro Chono in the Grey Muda. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But Grey Muda was never the NWA champion. Champion or tag team champions? Oh, well, I'm just talking about world champion. But I don't think Muda and Chono were the, uh, were the NWA tag team champions. Only in Japan. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of other Japanese tag teams that could have been on that list other than the Funks. Sure, but the they're Funks but they're to be there. But they were legendary. In the in the eighties, all Japan pro wrestling, that was the place to be. That was the place to be, and the Funks were on top. Alright. 
battling the likes of Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody, and you know Brody and uh, Jimmy Snuka. Look, I'm not I'm not sitting here watching you know old Japanese tapes and taking notes on the Japanese wrestling. So I'll give it to Haru. I mean, he knows better than I do, and he's probably designed shirts for almost everybody on this list. I so mean, let's just put everyone I designed shirts for on the on <laughs> list. Because I definitely know he designed shirts for Rock and Roll Express. He even has a shirt with the Rock and Roll Express and Terry Funk on it, and it says Rock and Roll and Funk. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And uh, another one for the Bulldogs. So it's great okay. to see the another mention for the Bulldogs on here. But uh, Sarah, who's next? Next we have Simon from the Naked High with the Road Warriors, the Dudleys, the Brain Busters, and the Hardys. Alright, so Simon, the lead singer from Canadian stoner rock band The Naked High, more votes for who I feel, the the kings so far on this list, the Road Warriors and the Dudleys. Uh, Another vote for the Hardys here, and hey, the Brain Busters get another mention again, so they are on the board. Uh, Deservedly so. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I I think that'd be really cool if they made the end. uh, Yeah, it would be. It'd be a shocker to me. Yeah. But... But I, I'd like to see them on there. And you see the influence of the Brain Busters, even to this day. I mean, look at uh, FTR slash The Revival. They even have Tully as their manager now. Big deal. Big deal, huh? It's only Tully. Doesn't impress you. Ar- <laughs> Arn's got Cody. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> All right, Sarah, who's next? The list from Death by Lariat includes the Dudleys, the Road Warriors, Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody, and the Steiners. So, I'm not surprised Death by Lariat has a vote for Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody. Uh, another tag team that dominated Japan. Well, Lariat. Battled the Funks. Lariat's in his name. So yes. Figure Stan Hansen would be there. Yes, so that, that does not come as a surprise. Can I just point something out really fast? Sure. I'm going to change the subject. Yes, let's hear it. <laughs> it's bothering me. Okay. AEW says, alright, we're going to be uh, an alternative to WWE, right? Yes. They're an alternative. Coming out of the gate, who's their champions, Ian? Cody Rhodes was yep. was the US champion, right? Yeah. Dean Ambrose is currently their world champion. Sure. FTR is currently a tag team champions. Big difference, Where'd huh? Where did all, all those guys come from? I think it was WWE, right? In such a short time. You have guys yep. that you signed, guys that you can make. But no, you choose to have FTR as your, as your tag team champions. Well, don't you think that goes to show how poorly they were used in uh, in the WWE? Poorly used, yes. But you have guys in there that worked their ass off for that first year yep. who aren't even showcased, really. True. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just me. Go ahead, carry on. <laughs> I just wanted to make that point really fast because they're not an alternative to anything. All right, so... Brian not only uh, hates Brett, but he hates AEW, too. I don't hate AEW. I'm just saying. I mean, if you're going to promise a change, make a change. What's the difference? The wrestlers have creative control, so you're letting the inmates run the asylum just like WCW did. Exactly, and we know how that ended. That's what I'm saying. All right. Sarah, who's next? Johnny D submits DX, the Dudleys, the New Age Outlaws, and the Hardys. All right, so we we pretty much have attitude error right here. Um, That's clarity, though. That is clarity. Because, you know, now he puts DX, then the New Age Outlaws. Yes. So, we now know that DX is Shawn Michaels and uh, the other Triple guy. H. <laughs> Big Nose. <laughs> or it could be X-Pac and Triple H, or uh, X-Pac and... Maybe it's Triple H <laughs> in China. <laughs> no. 
that's not clarity. It's Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Again, I don't think they deserve to be there. New Age Outlaws. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, and how about the New Age Outlaws? The the time that they attacked the Road Warriors and shaved off one of uh, one side of Hawk's head. Yeah, how about animal time Animal threw uh, Hawk off the the raw sign? Oh, it was Draws. It was Draws that threw him off. Yeah, Draws climbed up to go get him and clearly just pushed him off. Hey, but hey, Hawk survived. So. He did. It was all good. And then we found out that Draws was the enabler that was. Um, Getting him drunk. Well, they're like partying all the time. Yeah, and like ripping lines and stuff. And Draws introduced Hawk having to a good old time. His drug dealer or something like that. Draws is drug dealer. So there was Draws a, was also a druggie. Draws, I believe so. And Draws was the one that was enabling Hawk. And for a short time, there was a drug dealer character, but it didn't last. And the oh, drug dealer's name was Kilo. 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 Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> makes sense, huh? You know who he became? Who? Vic Grimes. Vic Grimes. From the Baldies in ECW. The one that Dujak tried to murder? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was Kilo. Oh, shit. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, so, WWE. Thank you for learning me. They had a drug dealer on their hands. All right, Sarah, who's next? Next is Angie and Tiverton with Edge and Christian, the Briscoes, the APA and the Dudleys. Another vote for Ring of Honor's Briscoe Brothers. I told you, Brian. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> and how about the APA, the Acolyte Protection Agency? Yeah. Um, cool cats there, huh? Yeah, I I like the APA. Though, you know what I mean? I like Ron Simmons. Yeah. I like Ron Simmons better in Doom, to be honest with you. Yeah, nobody voted for Doom. Um, but I can see someone voting for the APA. Yeah. Not me. But, uh, yeah, Doom was cool. Teddy Long, and... Yep. And I know, I, like I said, I didn't watch WCW much, but I did try to tune in for Doom, because they were uh, two big dudes that could uh, tear people's heads off. And uh, they they had a pretty decent feud with the Steiner Brothers, too. Yep. Just uh, four rough and tough dudes just beating the hell out of each other in there. That's what makes good tag team wrestling. Not even like Butch Reed in WWF. You know what I saw recently? Butch Reed of Mid-South. He went like an hour with Ric Flair. Yeah? And it was pretty good. I believe it. Yeah, it was crazy. But hey, just another example of great wrestlers going to the the big time, and then the ball is dropped. Yeah. I mean, how many guys can you really make, though? That's the thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe in another uni- uh, universe, Butch Reed was the world champion. Who knows? Sarah, who's next? Steve from Connecticut, Rhode Island, has on his list the Hart Foundation, the Road Warriors... The Dudleys and Demolition. Ah, the Heart Foundation. Yeah, we get another vote for those uh, Heart Boys. There. I don't think it's gonna be enough. No. Well, no. I'll tell you what. The Road Warriors and the Dudleys. <laughs> they uh, they might as well uh, set up shop on that Mount Rushmore because they are definitely gonna be on there. That's good. Is and it, it is yeah, those d- definitely. I'd say those are number one and two, maybe interchangeably for some. Uh, and then another vote for Demolition. I don't know why, but every time I see Demolition on here, it makes me smile, because it's a team that I almost feel like gets forgotten in history, but during the time that they were prominent, they were the real deal. Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of people won't know what the Demolition really were to us. Mm-hmm. The entrance, the music, the presentation, the 
the Demolition was my Road Warriors because mm-hmm. I was a partial WWF fan. Um, yeah, I mean, they definitely deserve to be there, in my opinion. Sure, and it's and it's weird to, uh, and you pointed this out earlier too. With, uh, it was weird to see Crusher Khrushchev lined up with the Russians in the yes. NWA, and then he comes over to WWF and he smash, and then the Repo Man, hell, then even the Blacktop Bully. I'd say, what if he was a Russian Repo Man? A Russian Repo Man. Bitch <laughs> yeah. is like, oh, you're a Russian Repo Man. <laughs> with an eagle on your, on your arm. Sarah, who's next? The four Hunter LNR shows are the Fabulous Freebirds, Road Warriors, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian. All right, another vote for the Fabulous Freebirds. So, uh, Bad Street USA gets a mention on our final list at the end there. What, um, which variation of the Freebirds did you like best? Was it Jimmy I, Jam? Was it Gordy? Uh, Gordy and Gordy and Hayes. Jimmy Jam and yeah, Hayes. Yeah, I liked I liked Michael Hayes, Terry Gordy. Buddy Jack Roberts, the best. Feuding with the Von Erichs, I think that was the best. However, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin, that was that was fun. That was that fun. Was, that was fun. You know, they had, you know, making the music video and, you know, uh, feuding in WCW with the likes of the Steiner Brothers. Like, that That was a good time. That was a good that time. that was my favorite variation. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Because they had the whole glam rock. Right. Gimmick going on. You so know how I feel about my glam rock. Yes, yes, <laughs> and they were definitely aiming for uh, that that poison crowd there. Yes. So nothing but a good time, man. Well, yeah. Hey, for some. Look what the, look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Here the cat needs to leave it outside. Yeah. But uh, and then uh, the Hardys, Edge and Christian. What a feud that they had, and what a ladder match that they had. That really made people uh, pay more attention to that young tag team scene in the WWF over 20 years ago now. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, they definitely made tag team wrestling for that uh, that era. All those guys, Dudley Boys, same. Yeah, it, that, that resurgence to, of tag team wrestling right there, I don't think it's been as hot since then. No. I mean, like you said earlier, yeah, the New Day... Um, yeah. The Usos. The Usos are cool, man. Yeah, nobody Honestly, mentioned the Usos. Right. I'm, I'm surprised no one mentioned the Usos. Um, At least younger people, I'm surprised right. they mentioned the Usos. Because they, maybe in five, six years, they'll, like, they'll be a no-doubter. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Are they going to break them up? I know Jay's, Jimmy, uh, they both look alike. <laughs> yeah, I... I want to say it's Jay that's getting the title shot. Alright, he's getting the title shot, you yeah. know what I mean? So let's see how he does. Maybe yeah. we'll separate him. Hey, could be. Maybe he'll have a good what showing. If, what if Jimmy shows up in, for Jay and attacks him? switch up. No, yeah. no, they switch. Oh. They do the switcheroo and then they okay. give the title to Jay. Well, that's not going to happen, obviously, but I'm just saying. Like, that could be a good thing to do going forward. I mean, you have the yeah. resources of twins. Why not use them? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think the Usos should just turn heel, join up with... Roman, have Paul Heyman talk for all of them. That'd be cool, too. You know, cause Paul, they, they can talk, though. Yeah, they can. They can talk. It, it's it's funny and ironic at the same time to think about, you know, Paul Heyman used to manage the Samoan SWAT team and, you know, has, has this, this history with the Samoan family. Um, I almost wonder if, if that's going to come back to bite him in the end. Why? Maybe, they'll, maybe they're all going to gang up on him and turn on him. Oh, all the Samoans are going to so, gather up. I think what's going to happen is he's going to bring back Lesnar. 
Yep. He's going to go back with Lesnar. He's going to say, you should never trust the walrus. <laughs> right? Hey, like, you know better than to trust me. <laughs> My allegiance lies with Brock. Right? You probably, yeah, that's, that's probably it to a T right there. All right. So, WWE, send your paychecks to Brian. <laughs> Sarah, who do we have next? The next list comes to us from Adam in Jacksonville. The Hardys, the Hart Foundation... The Shield and the Dudleys. We have the first mention for the Shield. Now, that is another trio right there that was interchangeable. Um, Shield or Freebirds? Who would win? Freebirds. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Jimmy Garvin, Michael Hayes, and Terry Gordy. Leave yeah. Buddy Buddy Rogers out of it. Yeah. You can uh, you know you can go pound top, and you know <laughs> I think those three would definitely take the Shield. It'd be entertaining. It would be a really entertaining match, that's for sure. And, uh, uh... Oh! Yeah! Adam has another vote for the Hart Foundation. Adam's clearly not a smart man. <laughs> but, uh, Bret Hart. Guy Fiery. Yeah. And Borat. And, uh, like, one more. That's my Mount Rushmore of most hated people. Oh, of most hated people. Okay. I can't stand Guy Fiery. No. Uh-uh. Get your fired up, huh? Wicked fired up. <laughs> Not a fan, Ian. You know that. I do know that. You, you brought him up just to light a fire under my ass. Yeah, because the Sart Foundation getting points up on the board here isn't riling you up enough. I'm not, so. because I'm not worried about them making it. They're not going to make it. I mean, there's a lot of smart people out there yep. who can see that the Anvil carried that team. Okay, well. And, I mean, a one-man team shouldn't make the Mount Rushmore. Well, maybe there's a lot of Anvil fans out there, and he made a big impression on them, and... Maybe they will make it on there, even even with Brett's sour puss attitude. He's such a bitch. <laughs> oh boy. Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. Okay, Sarah, who do we have next? Jordan in Tennessee votes for Edge and Christian, the Dudleys, the New Age Outlaws, and the Hart Foundation. Jordan in Tennessee with a vote for the Hart Foundation. Because Jordan wants to piss me off. <laughs> Did it work? No, it didn't. It, I, I told you it didn't because I know they're not going to be there at the end. They are creeping up. I'm keeping the score in my head. You are? I don't okay. know how many they have because I'm not Rain Man. Like, I'm not that good with numbers. But I know they're creeping up there. And I'm not worried yet. I'm not worried yet. Got to watch Dudley's. How, watch many more, Dudley's. how many more lists do we have? Uh, we have six. <laughs> Alright, if they make like four out of the six, then I'll be worried. I'd be worried. No, come on. What? Well, Stop it. The numbers don't lie, Brian. The numbers don't lie. Neither do my hips, but... You know, <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Go. Brian, do you have a favorite tag team entrance? Oh. Uh, dude, LOD come I know. Stadium. It's, yeah. On the, on the motorcycles, driving down. Even with Rocco tied to the oh, front. Oh, God. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna give Rocco a mention for that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's most memorable to me. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Uh, even when they were coming out to Iron Man, you, you just can't. The Road Warriors had it all. They were the complete package. Yeah. Uh, did you have a favorite, do you have a, a favorite tag team match? I don't know, man. No? Um, I have to think about that. Yeah. Okay, what's yours? I know what I mean. Well, I mean, I've, I've got me, a few. I've got a few. All right, go, go on. I've got a few favorite tag team matches. Um, I mean... It's funny because I have the Briscoe brothers uh, in my in my uh, 
head here, and I remember seeing a two out of three falls match with the Briscoe brothers against CM Punk and Colt Cabana in Ring of Honor. And it was phenomenal. It was one of those matches where it was like, I can't believe this is happening right now. One of my favorite tag team matches, actually, was Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit against Edge and Rey Mysterio from No Mercy 2002. And it was the finals of the SmackDown Tag Team title tournament. And that match was just non-stop, hard-hitting, crazy, off-the-wall action. I really enjoyed that match. Another favorite tag team match was one that we saw live. Ring uh, of Honor. Ring of Honor, the ladder roll. That's what I was going to say, man. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. That was insane. Who was in that match? It was the Young Bucks, the Motor City Machine Guns. Kaz. Kaz and Christopher Daniels. Yes. Was there one more team? I think so. Who would you say already? The Briscoes. Was it the Briscoes? Was, I don't think it was the Briscoes. No, it wasn't. They were in the six, six-man tag with Toro Yano. Uh, uh, was it Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly? It might have been. I think it might have been. Red Dragon. I think they were the champions going into that match. Another great... Uh, there was a best seven series in TNA. Motor City Machine Guns against Beer Money. That they produced some really excellent tag matches. Beer Money is a very underrated tag team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Um, a, a match that just came to mind right now... Oh, Raven and Stevie Richards against the Pitbulls uh, in the in the tables match in ECW. Yep, that was uh, that's a, another match that comes to mind. How about the Young Pistols against the Southern Boys? Uh, you'd have to uh, in WCW. In. Nope. No. No, I don't even know who was in the Young Pistols. Who comprised that team? Uh, the Young Pistols were Tracy Smothers oh, and Brad that. Armstrong. Heard about them? Yeah, they they had a great uh, a great match in 1990. Doesn't sound like that interesting. <laughs> Not really. It just doesn't. Yeah, it was it, Tracy Smothers and Brad Armstrong. Yep, that very southern uh, <coughs> southern style wrestling right there. I would never thunk it. <laughs> okay, Sarah, who do we have next? The next submission is from List King One, Road Warriors, Heart Foundation, Demolition, and the British Bulldogs. All right, we have our first time ever submission from List King One. If you want to see some really cool, diverse lists, go on Instagram and follow List King One. You definitely, definitely need to give them a follow because hey, another vote for the Heart Foundation. But they they put some uh, some some. List King One put some favorites in there. The uh, the Road Warriors. I sneeze at the Heart Foundation. <laughs> you sneeze at the Heart Foundation. <laughs> oh, allergies been kicking my ass all day. All right, we'll we'll regroup here and uh, bless you. Thank you. Oh yes, bless you. Thank you. So List King One with some some big classic WWF tag teams here: Heart Foundation, Demolition, British Bulldogs. We've seen these names before. They're all gathering up votes here. We are getting very close to the end. It's getting close here, Brian. What about Dr. Death in uh, Dr. Death Terry Gordy. Terry Gordy, the Miracle Violence Connection. Do you remember when the Eliminators were getting ready for that big match with them and Perry Saturn was going crazy, just going, Doc and Gordy, Doc and Gordy, Doc and Gordy, for like weeks on end. <laughs> they were great promos. Oh, God, great promos. 
But yeah, they they dominated Japan. The Miracle Violence Connection. And there was a there was a time when Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow were a tag team in Japan. I heard this. Oh my god. What a dominant force right there. Yeah. You know, uh, a a team that I initially saw on more than one list, but people changed their minds on, which I thought was very interesting, was uh, the Brothers of Destruction, Undertaker and Kane. Yeah, but I could see that being on people's lists. Yeah, yeah, and it, it it's funny, and it kind of puts you into the shoes of the people that we asked to make these lists, because that means that they, you know... They initially had a list, and then more names were brought up, and they had to trim their list and make some changes, and all the wonderful things that come with constructing your own Mount Rushmore list. What about Money, Inc.? Money, Inc. was an awesome tag, too. No one put the Nasty Boys on his. There is one vote for the Nasty Boys coming up. Coming up, huh? Bushwhack is... There is a vote for the Bushwhackers coming up. put a vote for the Bushwhackers? Uh, It's coming up. It's actually on the same person's list. Twin Towers? Twin Towers did not make it. No, oh, right. no they they didn't make it. Rougeau Brothers. Rougeau Brothers didn't make it. Nor yeah. did the Heavenly Bodies. Oh, the Heavenly Bodies. Yeah. Man, that yep. was tag team. And yeah, some yeah, we've gotten we've gotten uh more than one vote for the Midnight Express, that's right. So yeah, they'll they'll make it at least onto the board. Uh Sarah, who do we have next? Hunter the River Dweller submits The Road Warriors, The Hardy Boys, The Dudleys, and DX. Hey, DX again. We got DX again on here. Are they tied with the Hot Foundation, or does the Hot Foundation have more than DX? I think Hot Foundation has a lot more than DX. Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do if the Hart Foundation makes it onto the Mount Rushmore? I'm going to go outside and play in traffic again. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and pout about it. It's all I can do. What am I going to do? I'm going to go outside and just, you know... End it all. <laughs> oh, jeez. Come on. I don't know if you're, you're going to be happy. I don't know if you're going to tell us another story about driving down to Tennessee to go find where no. Jordan works. No. Steal one of his campers. I'm, on, I'm just going to take your uh, your Mac and throw it out your window. Yeah, not going to throw my Mac out the window. <laughs> then we're not going to be able to record shows. And I'm sure some people would love that. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have next, Sarah? Next up is Mikey from the Streets with the Road Warriors, the Hart Foundation, the Steiners, and the Dudleys. So, the Road Warriors, the Dudleys, the mainstays right there. Uh, the Steiner Brothers, another vote for them. That's cool to see them on there. Yeah. And your favorite, the Hart Foundation. I think Mike wanted to light a fire under my ass, too. <laughs> Did you ever see the, the one-time-only match between the Steiner Brothers and, it's not quite the Hart Foundation, but it's Bret Hart and Owen Hart? Uh no. What was that? It was uh it was a Coliseum videotaping and like they, Rampage Tour or something. Uh it's some yeah, something like that or you know. One, one of those Coliseum video releases, but they had the one time rare match of the Steiner Brothers versus the Hearts and it was pretty good. Pretty good match and it would have been nice to see uh, a little program between them, but we all know what happened with Brett and Owen. You know what that Brett Hart won his first world title on a Coliseum home video? Yes he did. Yes. So he's not even that important to showcase him <laughs> on a regular pay-per-view. Like, they got to put it on a Coliseum home video because they probably weren't even sure. Like, they were like, all right, we're just going to put on a Coliseum home video because we're not really sure if we want to go with this schmuck. You know what I mean? He's not that important. They did have a long list of people that they were considering. Legend in his own mind. <laughs> well, go ahead. All right, we're getting so close to the end here, Sarah. Who's next? 
Billy Biker's Mount Rushmore includes the Nasty Boys, the Dudleys, the Bushwhackers, and the APA. So there you go, the Nasty Boys and the Bushwhackers on the same list. Yeah, man. I mean, they were good tag teams because they were they were true tag teams, you know what I mean? And they were good gimmicks. Right, they were never singles wrestlers except when Nas became, like, hardcore champion WCW. Sure. But the Bushwhackers were the Sheep Herders before that. Yeah. Um, they don't deserve to be on a Mount Rushmore wrestling tag, best wrestling tag teams ever, um, my opinion. No, um, but that, that Bushwhacker Luke, he's a charming dude. Yeah, very nice guy, huh? Very, 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 very educated, very knowledgeable. He's uh, dying his hair, he still looks like he's 40 years old. Man, I want to get a beer with uh, Bushwhacker Luke. Sardines, too. Maybe No, I'm, I'm going to stay away from the sardines. Right. Maybe we can get a beer with the APA, because the APA is also on Billy the Biker's How list. How cool was the APA's promos in the back. Oh, yeah, they had their own little office back there, just the yeah, door frame. And door frame, and, and the people would walk through the door. Yep. Not around it. That yeah, they cool. make them knock on the door. Always playing cards and drinking. <laughs> smoking. They didn't care. Sounds like a Steve Miller band song. Steve Miller. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sarah, who do we have next? Pete Bowe's list is composed of... Who's Steve Miller? <laughs> you know the I mean? Steve Miller band? You ever heard of the Steve Miller what band? What did they say? What did they say? Fly Like an Eagle? Fly do, do, do. Like an Eagle. Yeah! Oh, no. You, <laughs> well, yeah, I know the song, but like... <laughs> wow! Like the guy wow. outside singing Seal. Yeah. It's from Rose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Steve Miller band. Steve Miller band, alright. Fly Like an Eagle. That's it. What else do you have? Jungle Love? Mm, how's it go? Sing it for me. Jungle love, it's driving me mad. It's driving me crazy. That there you go. Right. Yeah, you know, you know Steve Miller Band. Okay. Yeah, I know Steve Miller Band. All right, cool. I'm proud of myself. Go ahead. Excellent. Sorry, okay, Sarah. Sarah, who's next? Pete Bowe's list is composed of Edge and Christian, The Heart Foundation, The New Age Outlaws, and The Hardys. Oh boy, oh boy, another vote for The Heart Foundation. We are uh, we are hearing a lot of that name, as well as the Hardy Boys. They're creeping up as well. Edge and Christian, man, I... That might be my, uh... That might be my favorite tag team. I mean... I, I liked Edge and Christian a lot. They were they were awesome on the mic. I just wish that they had... More time. I think they broke those guys up too soon. Maybe your favorite tag team. But are they better than LOD, in your opinion? No! Like, all time. No! I, LOD, I, don't think, right? I don't think Edge and Christian is a better team than LOD, no. Would have been an awesome feud. Very entertaining, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The five-second pose. Oh, my God, the five-second pose. Yeah, that's great. Concerto. Yep. They were innovative. Yeah. They were definitely innovative. The Edge and Christian show on the network is pretty uh, entertaining. Yeah, I, I do love Edge and Christian. Did you watch that show? I did. It's a good show. It was very funny. Dude, Sketch Bo and Comedy. Beverly. The Beverly Brothers. The Beverly Brothers. They oh, should wow. be there over, over the Heart Foundation. Oh, over the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Wow. Well, what about the fabulous ones? Yeah, love those, <laughs> love those vignettes, man. You dropped a bomb on me. Steve Kern and Stan Lane. Wow, taking man. their bubble bats for all of us to see. No, they were taking their bubble bats for all the bitches they want to pick up that night. <laughs> Did you see those guys? Absolutely, oh. with their top hats and their tuxedos going out on the town. Absolutely, Steve Kern munching on his little uh, hay stick there. Oh yeah, what do you call that? It's this bale up. Yeah, straw of hay. It wasn't a bale of hay. The guy's not, no. a, not a cow. No, straw of hay. Yeah, this, this, this straw of hay there. <clears throat> I think he's grazing. <laughs> I don't know what he does in his free time. 
bristles alligators. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Is he going to hold down these gators? Okay, Sarah, who do we have next? The last submission this episode is from Paulicious, with the Road Warriors, the Rock and Roll Express, Edge and Christian, and the Heart Foundation. <laughs> wow, one last vote for the Heart Foundation. Wow, we... Wow. They made it, alright. Ain't so that something, huh? A lot of heart, heart Foundation votes there. Uh, and of course, you know, the Road Warriors and Rock and Roll Express. Rock and Roll Express, man, it, it's still... It's still I crazy to think. I put them up there before the, the Heart Foundation. Yeah? They're not going to make it, but they deserve it more than them. Well... Well, let's see. Sarah, do our lists count this week? No. No. Okay, so with that said, Brian, who is on your Mount Rushmore of tag teams? All right. Number one, LOD Road Warriors, because because of the obvious. Uh, Brainbusters, because I love me some Arn Anderson and his Carrera glasses. <laughs> Carrera. Carreras. And they were managed by Bobby Heenan. What's not to love about that tag team, man? Right? Yep. That's the that's, Demolition. Yep. Number three for me. Oh, Demolition. Okay. And uh, number four, the Fabulous Freebirds. There you go. Not the Fabulous Ones. <laughs> I was torn, but the Freebirds. Okay. Well, my list. Uh, definitely the Road Warriors. The that is tag team wrestling right there. That is the supreme tag team. When you look at those guys, those are wrestlers. Those are wrestlers that have a lasting impression on uh, anybody, really. I mean, the face paint, the spikes, the presentation, the music, everything. The Road Warriors had it all. Uh, it is uh, It's sad to see Animal go. Uh, Alright, so I have the Road Warriors. I have Edge and Christian. That should come as no surprise there. I also have the Dudley Boys, the team that I believe has won more tag team titles than any other tag team in history. And the fourth tag team on my list is the Steiner Brothers. The story of two brothers, Rick and Scott. They made my list, but it's not about our list this week. Sarah, would you please read off for us the statistics? This episode's top four, the Mount Rushmore of tag teams, is leading with 17 votes, unsurprisingly, the Road Warriors, followed by the Dudley Boys with 16, and with 10 votes each, Edge and Christian and the Hart Foundation. Follow- Rhythm and Blues. <laughs> Rhythm and Blues belongs up there before the Hart Foundation. You think so, yeah? Yeah. How close, Sarah, were the Hart Foundation to not being on this list? Following closely behind with 9 votes was the Hardy Boys. One vote. Actually, well, two votes, too. Well, the Hardy Boys deserve to be there before. All right, you know, I can see it. There's a lot of Bret Hart fans out there. And whatever, I mean, not everybody's a smart person. But if you sit there and you you watch and you listen to Bret Hart and how, just how bitter he is. He's just a bitter human being. And despite making it onto our Mount Rushmore, do you think he's bitter at the fact that he only got ten votes instead of... 16 and 17, like the Dudleys and the Road Warriors? I don't, because he would sit there and listen to the list, and he would blame the Anvil for the reason why they're not <laughs> the top vote-getters, because it's not his fault. It's someone else's fault. It's oh. never Bret Hart. Bret Hart never did anything wrong. We would have been number one if it was Owen. Yeah, or Bruce, <laughs> or any other 
tart schmuck that was down there. <sighs> All right, Sarah, who else made it onto the board? For the rest of the stats, with five votes each, the Demolition, the Rock and Roll Express, then with four votes, New Age Outlaws, with three each, the Steiner Brothers, the British Bulldogs, and DX, followed with two votes each, the Midnight Express, the Fabulous Freebirds, the Brain Busters, the Young Bucks, the Briscoes, and the APA. Well, there we have it, Brian. The people have spoken. It's a lot of tag teams right there. A lot of tag teams. That's really a who's who in the history of tag team wrestling, I'd say. This was a very, very good response this week, and uh, wow, look at that Mount Rushmore, huh? All kidding aside, I mean, I can see why the Hart Foundation's there. Sure. I mean, uh, I just, I can't stand that man. <laughs> I hate his face. I hate everything about him. Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. Brian hates Brett. Why don't you tell us how you really feel? I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, I don't want to swear. Like, it's taking everything inside of me, not too uh, really go off on a tangent here, because, you know, this podca- podcast, yeah. you know, if you're driving around with your kids in the car with you, I want you to be able to listen to a podcast, and, you know, there shouldn't be any, like, really, you know, F-bombs going on and stuff like that, but, sure. man. You are not happy about this one. Screw Bret Hart. <laughs> you lousy, stinking hyena. Oh, God. I want to thank everybody that contributed to this list this week. We had a really fun show, but the next time we do this again, we are going to be doing the Mount Rushmore of Managers. So, if you would like to submit a list, go on to Instagram, square.circle.history, send us a private message, respond to a post, you can even go on to YouTube, and whatever video you want, leave a comment in there, I'll find it, no problem. Just let me know. Who are your four? Choose your four. Can we make a rule? Yes. No Canadians on our Mount Rushmore. Oh, we can't do that. Oh, we come can't. on. That's not fair. It's fuck. It's fair. It's fair to flare. What are we, the Mount Rushmore immigration here? Yeah, I mean, the borders are closed. <laughs> People can't come in right now. I mean, we've got the coronavirus going on. People can't come in and out. <laughs> Maybe our next episode will be the Mount Rushmore of Canadian wrestlers. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you can't have a Mount Rushmore of Canadian wrestlers. What do they have? Let them get their own What do you mean, eh? They don't have any rocks out there with four faces on it? So, for Brian. Alright, guys. Not a very happy Brian right now. There's Canadians on my, uh, on my Mount Rushmore. But they're there. Later, Sarah. Cheers to the lovely and talented animal. Very nice. Alright, so I'm going to put on my panda bear suit here. Like, share, and subscribe. Support the show. Spread the word. Get our name out there, people. This is Ian from Squared Circle History saying, Good night.